This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. What's up, everybody? It's episode 162 of Small Talk. Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman are here with you. Steve is reporting live from his brand new basement. You can check that out on our YouTube channel. And Steve, I have to say it looks gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, we. Uh, this is my new home now. I've got kicked out of the upstairs second bedroom because that's where the baby will be. The nursery will be. We put some things in there. A lot of stuff's on back order, though, so we're hoping it comes in time for when she's born. Fingers crossed, everybody. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, but yeah, no, this is my spot now. It's good. It's, it's kind of like a man cave. I've got a TV to my right with an Xbox, which is a little bit difficult because there's the temptation to like want to fire up FIFA like every five minutes. Um, I've got a bookshelf to the left here. I've got some stairs back here, but like nobody really bothers me down here, so it's pretty great. I got a couch to my right too. Uh, I got a good setup. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little bit cavernous in here though. Like I have a kind of a bad echo, uh, so the the recording isn't the, the greatest acoustics. I'll have to get some of that soundproof stuff. But I don't know. It's one of those things where like I go down here for like eight hours, nobody bothers me, and I come back up, and we're good. The day's done. I think it's awesome. It looks great, and it doesn't sound echoey or cavernous on our end. No, so good. that's good. Okay. Thank you. There you go. So right before we started taping, Steve dropped a very important question in my lap, and. We're just going to throw it out there because it's going to be homework for next week so that I don't spend the entire hour being distracted by trying to come up with the answers to this. Steve posed to me, who is the Harry Styles of baseball? <laughs> now, As if that was some casual question that I wouldn't spend hours researching. Well, you had you had to give me some you have to give some background. We, we were talking about <laughs> Jock Peterson, right? Yes, and Jock Peterson. You were saying that he wears pearls and he's just kind of getting different guy you know and he i said is. Is, he, is he the harry styles of baseball because harry styles we know wears massive jinko bell-bottom jeans he'll wear a, he's not afraid to throw a blouse in the mix every once in a while Loves um blouse. you know he's, he's his effeminate side is, is is showing through so i i didn't know if jock peterson was the answer but i guess we'll have to do more research on that that is such a great question and jock is certainly in the mix as you mentioned he wears the pearls he is a proud member of the burgundy boys which is a wine club that he mm. is in with other major leaguers uh where they discuss the merits of wine and when everybody else celebrated in the locker room as he was going on to win the world series jock pulled out a nice bottle of red that he kept in his his locker which i thought was such a boss move mm, that can go one of two ways though that could be like a boss move like look at this cool guy or like hey who's that douche drinking wine over there because you know like that's it's yeah. a pen mm, i'm telling you, you like you what that, you like you like in, what you like in dude circles if a guy for example i was just at a bachelor party if a guy was like hey I'm, no thanks on the on the miller light i'm gonna have a nice cab we're gonna be like <laughs> dude like <laughs> what what, what? what's up with this guy like who invited this who invited the guy who invited the wino to the bachelor party what so, are you a sommelier yeah like I, I just i'm just saying i'm not not everybody would think that was the cool it, it, i don't and i don't know jock well enough i know he's kind of a different dude and we certainly had him on Rosillo's show years ago and he gave us a lasting impression of his like weird chuckle laugh so i know he's kind of a different guy but uh i don't know if that's a hundred percent oh the guy's drinking wine that's super cool well, I don't think it was a cheap bottle of wine, Steve. I'm sure, he, I'm sure it was. He's busting out a rare bottle. It's a special occasion. Yeah, we're talking yellowtail here. I, I understand that, but yeah, come on, this isn't barefoot. No disrespect up, to yellowtail. Clubhouse. I will disrespect it. We're not drinking yellowtail to celebrate going to the World <laughs> Series because I believe it was for the CS. But is Jack Peterson the Harry Styles of baseball? Is a question that I'm going to spend a lot of hours yeah. trying to figure out because you're right. You can't be afraid of a blouse. You have I'm to like what you're, are I don't you, know. I don't, I don't know. think I would be able to throw a blouse on and be like, ooh, Steve looks good. That's a good call by him. What's a guy that is in either media or sports that we think could really rock a blouse? Like who's somebody I, well, that's in the public space in the sports world that could kill a blouse? I could tell you right now, Danny Cannell would think he would kill a blouse. <laughs> he would be like, because he, he's not afraid to try. You got to give Danny credit. He's not afraid to try stuff. No, he loves um, the look. But I don't think he'd look good in a blouse. Um, you kind of have to be a little slimmer. Danny's, I think, a little bit too muscular. Not that Harry Styles isn't slim, but he or isn't muscular, but he's a little bit on the slimmer side. Honestly, yeah. somebody with my dot body type might not be that bad. Like since I have negative one percent muscle in my body, yeah, you, but you could rock a blouse, especially with to, that hairdo. It'd have to be somebody skinny. Uh, man. Oh my God! Field I have Yates? a proposition. Could Kevin Durant rock a blouse? Mm. He's, he's tall he's slender he's got the body for it i'm he sorry could. He could they don't do probably, i don't know if they make lives in new york big. custom in new york yeah, yeah custom come on like i'm sure uh i'm sure russell westbrook has tried i don't know if he's pulled it off um he wears like traffic cones too so i don't even he russell westbrook would love a blouse he, he probably has worn several a blouse. blouses yeah i'm sure he owns several yeah he, so russ could do it i think kd has the body type for it yeah. um what about outside of basketball you think oh Tom Brady gosh. would show up to a press conference in a blouse? 
No, because it wouldn't be TB12 branded. Well, what if it was? What if it was a TB12? I mean, now they're expanding their horizons into, into blouseware. It's it's probably got some aerodynamic fabric that Definitely. allows you to sleep better. Definitely. Um, what, what about Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper? Tall, slim. Uh, Eagles receiver? Yes. I mean, sure, he's got the body type for That's it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he Cam Newton would wear a blouse. Cam Newton, would he probably has worn a blouse. He's, he's worn a answer. blouse. He's the totally. answer. Yeah, that's Cam, the answer. Yeah, Cam would do it. Um, is there anyone in baseball or hockey that I think could wear a blouse? Hockey guys in blouses, is a that's a that's feels like an oxymoron. I feel like I cannot picture one hockey guy in a blouse ever. Uh, so we'll just table that discussion. Baseball is interesting. I'll have to marinate on that one. Who could I see in a blouse? Not many dudes. Let us know. You know, let us know. Yeah, tweet at us, Adam Smallman at Saruti. Probably something we're forgetting. We're definitely forgetting. And you know what? We haven't even worked in any tennis players or or soccer players because oh, uh, soccer. We can, we shouldn't even do soccer players. Yeah, that's not. It's not even fair. They but all own a blouse. I feel like it's like a prerequisite to own a blouse. So, yeah. who is the Harry Styles of baseball? We're coming back to that next episode. I'm yeah. going to have a list for you. Definitely. Um, okay. Well, here's what we have on the board today. R.I.P. Choco Tacos. Steve went to a bachelor party. He has an update that he won't fill me in on. <laughs> I have uh, a goodbye of sorts that I would like to share with everyone. And it's Beyonce Day. We're taping this on Friday, July 29th. It's Beyonce Day, plus a surprise draft coming up. So, Steve, where on the board would you like to go first? Well, the bachelor party, the draft, and my surprise update all go together. So let's okay. do that at the end of the pod. Okay. Um, let's. I think we should draft last because I'll explain everything and then we'll do the draft last. Choco Taco? I'm, sure. I'm feeling hungry. Yeah, why not? It seems like it's in the news. Everybody was upset. I was upset. I mean, I, I haven't had a Choco Taco in probably a decade, but it doesn't mean I don't want one for the rest of my life. I'm still upset. We got word, what was it, this week? I'm going back on my timeline really quickly to get the correct date. But we found out that Klondike, which owns Choco Taco, is discontinuing. So it's RIP Choco Taco. And as I tweeted, Steve, haven't we been through enough? Haven't we been through enough already with the past couple years and the pandemic? We've got a recession looming. There's monkeypox everywhere. Why would they take the Choco Taco from us? Because we, they, we just, they just don't think we could have nice things anymore. I mean, there has to be a reason, right? Nobody was probably buying them. So this has got to be a millennial thing versus a Gen Z thing, right? I, do Gen Z's not like Choco Tacos? I haven't seen a Choco Taco in a long time. I just I, had if, one a couple weeks ago when I was had, in the Hamptons. It was I'm great. incredibly jealous. If you had told me they were discontinued already, I would have believed you. Uh, but I would just assume there's a reason these things happen. It's because it's probably not selling, right? So uh, I guess they're just not popular anymore. I don't know. And maybe there will be enough of an uproar where they'll, you know, they'll bring it back and they'll halt the killing the Choco Taco. But at the end of the day... Their numbers probably weren't doing well. I assume there are other there are other candy bars or chocolate bars or ice cream bars that have that have passed them in the pecking order. Do you think that this is going to be like Taco Bell's Mexican pizza, where they take it away only to bring it back, and it's a big uproar, or excuse me, like a big excitement moment, and then everybody rushes out and they buy Choco Tacos? Is this just like a it, long play from a marketing standpoint? It could be, and it would be smart. Although to talk Taco Bell pisses me off. Let me just say whoa, this right now: whoa. fucking Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. I think you can make an argument that it is the best fast food chain there is. Uh, I would hear that argument. I don't think I would pick it first, but I would hear that argument. Arguably, my favorite fast food item of all time was the the uh, Volcano Taco with the lava sauce at Taco Bell. I would get that so often in college. It was the best piece of fast food I've ever had in my life, and they just took it away, and you can't get it anymore. And it's, abs- it's absurd. They have other bullshit on the menu that I'm sure nobody gets. Why did they take away the Volcano Taco? So to answer your question, I don't know how Taco Bell does this because it does seem like they do it for marketing reasons beyond just what's popular. Because I know for a fact Volcano Taco is fucking popular. A ton of people are getting it, at least in okay. Hamden, Connecticut at Quinnipiac University. But getting back to the Choco Taco, it is a good point. They, maybe this is a thing where they bring it back in a year and everyone loses their mind and then Choco Tacos are flying off the shelves. It would be a smart marketing play. But if... I don't, now, people are more cultish about Taco Bell than they are about ice cream treats. You know what I mean? Like people make Taco Bell a part of their daily routine, whereas yeah. I don't think people are making ice cream truck treats part of their daily routine. It's more of a novelty item. So I don't know if their plan of taking it away only to bring it back is really going to cause a massive spike in consumption. 
Probably. It'll just have a small blip because at the end of the day, people go back to their regular routines. You know, they'll like right. they'll buy up the chocolate. It's, it's like, remember, didn't they do this with um with Surge recently where they brought they brought some soda back? Oh, my and, God. And slam some surge. Back oh, surge was fantastic. But again, yeah. like I'm not going to be drinking surge every day now. I'll have one surge and then I'll be like, cool, surge is back. And I'm never going to drink it again. That's what's going to happen. And that's probably going to happen the same thing if they do this with Choco Taco. Like I'll have one or two. Cho- <laughs> I'll stock up on like five Choco Tacos. Once they're gone, I'll never buy a Choco Taco again. The thought of you sitting in your basement as you're about just to be a dad just made me laugh so hard because it thought like you're about to embark on this parenthood journey. And it made me think of my parents. And when I was a kid, we'd be in the basement, me and all my little girlfriends, we'd be watching Spice World on the TV, eating a Papa John's pizza and slamming surge. We're basically taking speed and like running around the basement, be like, oh, yeah. let's make up a dance or whatever. And I can only imagine my poor dad, you know, He's worked his ass off. He's come home. He just wants to watch the Cardinals game. And all he can hear from the basement is little girls screaming, hopped up on surge, talking about the Spice Girls. (laughs) It's in poor times, honestly. It's about to be your life, Steve. You're about to be like, oh, are they in the the basement making another TikTok to Olivia Rodrigo? Although that that, by that point, who knows? But what I think uh, I think I told the story in the pod. I was actually more. Do you remember Vault? Vault? No, Vault. Like a in a bank? I think it was Vault. No, hold on. Let me look this up really quickly. Hold okay. on, hold on, hold on. It was a very similar drink to uh, to Surge. Yeah, Vault. V-A-U-L-T. They had a green one and a red one. No. It was it was a, a apparently Coca Cola product that was actually better than Surge. And we used to make Vault bombs in high school that were like Jaeger and Vault, which honestly, in hindsight, sounds like the worst thing you could possibly put in your body. Um. And I also maintain the only people that drink Jaeger are people that are not of drinking age. Like, I don't know anyone who's an adult who's like, yeah, let me get a glass of Jaeger. Wait, that's um, actually a great marketing thing that you can never do. But like Jaeger, yeah. the official drink of underage kids. Of underage kids, of, of, of your bar getting shut down, of your bar getting raided. The official um, drink of high school kids. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, I don't even know how I got on that. But yes, Vault, Surge, all of these things uh, are fantastic. But again we've grown out of them. I've grown out of the Choco Taco. I've grown out of Surge. I've certainly grown out not. of Vault Bombs. Um, what do you mean you haven't? You haven't grown out of Choco Tacos? Steve, we just had, when I was in the Hamptons a couple week, weeks ago for the 4th of July, a Choco Taco incident. My friends and I were at a restaurant. We were leaving, and there was this big, uh, clear container with ice cream treats in it. Everybody had been a little liquored up. Somebody opened it up. They took some Choco Tacos out. We were like, hell yeah, Choco Tacos. So we're waiting for our Uber, snacking on the Choco Tacos. We didn't, you had to pay for them. So we were like, oh yeah, our bad. We'll pay for them or whatever. But- let these me tell free. you. <laughs> yeah, these weren't free. Sorry, our bad. You know, we'll throw in some extra money. Our bad. Um, but let me tell you, as an adult, after a couple of glasses of rosé, a Choco Taco hits different. Here's why it's so great. One, you have the waffle. You have the ice cream. You have the chocolate dip. You have the sprinkle of nuts on the top. But the best part about it is if you get another ice cream treat, you have to eat it really fast because it's it's dripping all over the sides. And now with the Choco Taco, my friend, it's perfectly compartmentalized in your hand. You can take a bite and then you turn it upside down and it's not leaking. You know what I'm saying? It holds everything in there and a beautiful mixture of flavors. And I just don't understand why Klondike is doing this to us. It's not fair. Life's not fair. But I will say, Maddie and I were talking about this last night. She was like, oh, I don't really like them because the shell isn't crispy. It's like kind of soft. I'm like, no, the, the softest kind of shell is actually dope. Like it, it shouldn't be crispy because if it was crispy, it'd be impossible to eat. So I like, but it's like a freshly made waffle cone where it's got a little bit of chew to it, you know? Yes. And yes, the ratio of, soggy. And the ratio soggy. of ice cream to shell and other things is, is, is a kind of perfect. So, I mean... Rest in peace. You'll be missed. I actually want to do this, though. Do you you actually dropped this right before we started talking? And again, there's some things about you that just blow my freaking mind. I don't know, like if it's your upbringing or if it's St. Louis or whatever. You said that you had never been you had never bought something from an ice cream truck before in your entire life. Confirmed. Never have. How is that possible? The ice cream truck didn't come to your neighborhood. You never had a beach or a lake where an ice cream truck rolled in and you didn't spend a dollar on some Snoopy face ice cream thing. That's never happened to you. The ice cream truck did not come down my street and we don't have a beach by me. And when we went to the lake, uh, we would go out and get ice cream, like get a concrete or an ice cream sundae or a dip cone. But no, the truck wasn't making its rounds. And listen, I know that there was probably trucks around Southern Illinois or in the St. Louis area, but they didn't come to my hood. 
that's absolutely insane. Like, I just feel like a part of you, you missed out on one of the most important parts of childhood. I can't, I mean, I could probably kind of one hand the amount of times I've had it, but you still, I've still had it. And then you get the big thing. that's like a huge menu of pictures and you point at it. And there's this sketchy guy who's just handing you this and you're handing him the money. It's like a right of growing up. I don't know. So like, I, I'm just so shocked by that, that you didn't do that. But I do want to run through some things that are in typical because a Choco Taco would be in, would be in a uh, ice cream truck. But I want to know if there's some other things that you have had or have not had. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Um, have you had the Chocolate Eclair Good Humor Bar? Do you know what I'm talking about? Never heard of it. Here, let it's, me look it up. Chocolate Eclair. It's got – it's. if you know what I'm talking about, you know. It's, it's actually sneaky. Maybe the best chocolate ice cream bar there is on the market. It has these crunchy things on the outside, chocolate Ooh. and vanilla ice cream on the middle. And it's just this awesome it? bar. I used they used to sell them at school. Is that it? That is it. They used to sell them. Um, Looks good. They used to sell them at, at like high, in high school. I remember I used to like get them from, like you know at lunch in high school from a vending machine. That's how good they were. Okay, that's a no for you. Wait, they were giving out ice cream in a vending machine at your high school? Hell yeah, it was like a frozen what? vending machine. Yeah. Ugh, public school sounds so lit. It was pretty lit. Damn it. <laughs> also semi dangerous. Uh, Drumstick. You've had the drumstick, right? Hell yeah. Honestly. What do it's I like look a, like? A noob? Hello. Yeah, that, of course not a drumstick. It's essentially a less it's a it's a worse version of a choco taco. That's what it is. I that I would I would argue it's a worse version of a choco taco. I would argue it might be better on some No, days. no way. No, it's oh. a, the choco taco is so much easier to eat than a drumstick. And the drumstick is so ice cream top heavy. No, like but the, the drumstick again, has the chocolate and the cone at the end. That that's not is, that important. That's not it's that important. The, it's the single most important part of the drumstick. It's to not. get to the bottom and get the chocolate bits in the cone. Everybody it's, is listening going, yeah, Michelle, you're totally right. It's not. But all right, moving on. Have you ever had any of, I talked about the Snoopy face ice cream, or they had like a Tweety bar from Looney Tunes, or they had the Pink Panther one. Um, no, I never had it. Where it's like a face, and it's not really like ice cream. It's more like, I don't even want to say it's sherbet. They're not even really that good. Sometimes they have bubble gum for eyes. You huh. never had that? Nope, never had it. Man, I mean, Michelle, we have to, we got to take you to the beach sometime to figure this out. Uh, you've definitely had the Flintstones push-up pop, right? Oh, my God. One of the goats of a sweet treat. The Fred Flintstone orange creamsicle push pop is – you're not living if you haven't had that. That's all I'm saying. All right. I was going to say, we needed to – like, there was going to have to be an intervention if you didn't have that. <laughs> What's funny is I'm looking at the box right now, and on the top left corner, it says fortified with vitamin C. Like, sick. I'm getting my vitamin C intake from this stupid Flintstones push pop. It's probably 99% way, sugar. That is such a lie. There's no vitamin C in there. I'm yeah. sure there's not. Have you ever had a screwball? Isn't that an alcoholic beverage? Isn't that it, like a vodka orange juice? No, that's a screwdriver. Screwdriver, but there probably is a screwball alcoholic beverage. No, this is like a slushy in like a, what is kind of like a plastic cone. And there's like a slushy thing. And then there's a, a like a bubble gum thing at the bottom. Never? No. No. It wasn't it that good. Like... It was okay. Not that great. Okay. Uh, what else? You've had a snow cone, right? Yes, of course. I Very... used to love, we had a place here called Tropical Snow. Used to love getting the tiger's blood. That was my jam. The tiger's blood at Tropical Snow. I think it's kind of overrated, but I don't know, whatever. And then I'll end with this. What is your favorite real candy bar that is a that they have an ice cream version of? They have a Snickers one. A There's Twix only one, one. Answer. What's the answer. It's it's Snickers. There's only it one answer Snickers. and it's Snickers. All right, glad we're on the same page. And you've obviously had that, so that's good. Okay. So you've had so, some of these at least. Growing up, we used to keep Snickers ice cream bars in the freezer. And, you know, there's only so many of them. And so it was like a big, you had to basically announce to the family that you were going to eat a Snickers bar and it had to be like, okay, you're yeah. Taking one. yeah, yeah, you're going to take one. It's good because there's nothing worse than opening that freezer and you want the Snickers ice cream bar and there's none left in the box and no one has given you the heads up that they had been going to town. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a common courtesy to let the family know I'm going to be snacking on this later. Yeah, well, so you were also an only child, so this was different when growing up with two other sisters. You would have to kind of divide them if there was like an eight-pack. It would be yeah. like, all right, I'm getting two, you're getting two, you're getting two, and then there's like, there's two extras, so like, those are kind of fair <laughs> game. But everybody at least gets two. That's how we always did it in the house. Um, and I would probably break that rule a lot, so <laughs> it is what it is. But I think you're right that... The Snickers one is, is the best one. I do like the Twix one. Are we missing any? I'm trying to think. There's not a Milky Way. Uh, Milky one. Way? Uh, I don't think no. so. You know what's so funny about that, Steve, is we're talking Taco Bell and ice cream truck treats. And when you're a kid, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to eat ice cream and Taco Bell all the time. I can't tell you the last time I ate fast food 
And I see ice cream at the grocery store every week and I don't buy it because I can't taint my environment. If it's in the house, I will eat it and I can't eat it. And that's what sucks about being an adult is you finally have the freedom and the money to do what you want and eat what you want. And you're like, oh no, too much sugar, can't buy it. Yeah. You feel guilty or your body rejects it, you know, because it's so much sugar. You're like, damn it. So I will reject your premise. The fast, I still eat fast food. I, I think fast food is actually... I mean, you just can't eat it every day. Like if I have it once or twice a month, you know, if I pick up Chick-fil-A. It's, it's a weird mental thing Like I'm me probably going to get it tonight. I'm not I'm, Maddie's at a bachelorette party in New Jersey. I will probably get Taco Bell tonight. I will, I would, some, I'll definitely get some, Taco Bell or Chick-fil-A. One of those two I'll probably get tonight. Oh, I love me some Chick-fil-A. Love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is not even fast food. It's, it is fast food, but like, it's not really fast food. Can I give um, you a hot, a hot tip about Chick-fil-A? Yeah. I'm nervous. So we have Adam Wainwright, Cardinals legend and starting pitcher on my show every Wednesday. Okay. Kurt Smallman, 101 ESPN. It's called Wednesdays with Wayno. And that segment is generously brought to you every week by Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. Chick-fil-A sponsors Wayno. He's a good uh, George boy. And he has this wonderful charity called Big League Impact. And every week he joins us and Chick-fil-A makes a donation to his charity on his behalf for coming on with us. So we get Chick-fil-A delivered to us mm. all the time on behalf of Wainwright. And their version, Steve, of an Arnold Palmer is called a Sunjoy. It's half iced tea, half lemonade. And let me tell you, it is a top three beverage of all time. When you're Wait. going to Chick-fil-A, you've got to get a Sunjoy. I'm confused. You said it's their version. It yes. literally is an, it is an Arnold Palmer, though. It's half, but it's, it's half. got sweet tea. And oh, it's like I don't their, like sweet tea. I don't do or sweet you tea. could probably get it regular, unsweetened. Mm -hmm. But it's the ratio is different. It's not 50-50. So that's why it's called a Sunjoy. I remember the first time I had a sip of sweet tea, I was like, this could be dope. It's tea with sugar. I love sugar. And then I took a sip and I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. And I never had it again. So I am not a big sweet tea person either, but mixed with the lemonade, it hits just right. But you're mixing it with more sugar. It's already it's gets too much. I my, don't know the my science behind is, it, but You it's go good. unsweetened tea, unsweetened black tea. I make this at home. Unsweetened black tea. And it's not even 50-50. It's mostly black tea. I would even say like, it's probably three-fourths black tea and a fourth a quarter of uh, of lemonade, perfect ratio. It's just a little bit sweet, very refreshing. You know, I'm not gonna say it's healthy for you, but it's at least not like 50-50 and it's not sugar, sugar all over the place. Right, right. That's the adult version of how you do this. So my mom used to make sun tea when we were growing up, like regular iced tea, but you put it in the sun and the heat is what helps it seep and brew. I don't know why. It's just, maybe it's the vitamin D. You're getting the rays in there. It just tastes better. A I don't sun know if tea, that's true, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't know the science behind it, but it tastes better. Sun tea tastes better. Again, there's people listening going, she's right, Steve. You know, sun tea does taste better. Here's what you do. Fresh cup of ice, sun tea, and then I like a lemonade topper. You just yeah, top it off. Yeah, on anything. It's great. Yeah, just 100%. top it right off. A lemonade topper on any alcoholic beverage, I will take. A topper really on any on any, on any beverage. I, Why I aren't we topping do. more things? You know what I mean? Like I, I saw this thing recently that I sent to Maddie that I was like, we have to make. It's a Corona. You drink it to the point where the beer is only up to the top of the label. Then you add a shot of tequila, or I would probably do mezcal. Uh, you do orange juice and grenadine Ooh. and mix it up. And I was like... Where have these been my whole life? I don't even know what it was called. So it's, it's like a tequila Corona sunrise? Kind of, yeah. Because I will I will go to my grave. If you're on a beach, the best thing you could do is get a shot of mezcal and a cerveza. And you are living the best life. Like you get a Pacifico and a good shot of mezcal. And you just sip that, watch the sunset. There's really nothing better in life. It really is the best. I'm not going to argue with that. You know I love a beach drink. So yeah, anyway. We've now that we've talked about food, I mean, I will be getting Taco Bell tonight because this is what I do when Maddie leaves because she doesn't really, not that she doesn't like Taco Bell or want Taco Oh, that's the one thing I want to bring up too is to your point about having stuff in the house, the issue is when she first got pregnant, probably like maybe, I don't know, a month or two into, into us knowing about it, she brought home a whole package of Oreos and I was like, Maddie, like I'm not trying to be that guy, but I am also going to now have to eat these and I don't want them in the house. And... Luckily, I honestly think we did. She she did eat most of them, although I probably finished it off at the, at the at the end there. But that's the problem. We don't have them in the house for a reason. So you're 100 percent right. If you you just can't buy that shit to begin with. You if, if it's at somebody else's house, you could have an Oreo, but not in your own house. So I am when I'm hungry or hangry, I am the worst impulsive grocery shopper you've ever seen. So I that's have bad. to snack before I go to the store. Like I have to preemptively feed myself because I can't be unleashed 
in Trader Joe's if there's a rumbling in the stomach, okay? I'll be like, oh, these chili lime taquito roll-ups, you better believe it. Oh, cookie butter ice cream? Uh-huh, that's coming home with me too. Trader Joe's is incredibly dangerous on an empty It stomach. is. And you know what? They get you at the checkout too. You've, even if you're so good, you're like, oh, I've almost escaped. And then they're like, oh, here's some cookie nut butter chocolate bar. You're like, damn it, I'm going to yep. take it. So I cannot sabotage my environment. I don't have the willpower to say no. So I cannot bring any of that stuff into the house and I can't buy any of it. And I have to go to the grocery store with a full stomach and the blinders on and a list. I need a list before I go yeah. or else I'll be like, oh yeah, this sounds great. My problem with going to the grocery store is I either buy, like, either I, I don't know what to buy. I'll buy like milk and I don't know, strawberries or I'll buy way too much shit that sits in there and I don't actually eat it. Like there's no, there's no middle ground for me. So I need to like start making a more con conclusive list of things yeah. that I need. Okay. Well, let's move to the next thing, Steve. Um, do you want to do your, okay, no, we're saving that for the Save end. Save that for the last. Yeah. Let's do, um, Today's Beyonce, Beyonce day. Yeah. Today's Beyonce day. Okay, Renaissance. What is that? Is what does that mean? Is that her birthday? <sighs> no, Steve. Her birthday is November fourth. Then why is it Beyonce day? She doesn't because get her new album year. is out. Renaissance. We've been waiting years. Okay, for this new is Beyonce. Oh, all right, my fault. This isn't like a calendar day. It's not like a National Hot Dog no, Day. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. my fault. My fault. Okay. No, no, no. I was like, she doesn't need two days. Sorry. She needs multiple days she for everything she's given us. For day. everything she's given us, Beyonce needs a whole month. We should have the month of Beyonce. But Renaissance, the album, is out today. I have not given it a full listen because I had to do my show, then I had to tape an interview, then I hopped on here with Steve. So I cannot give my full assessment yet. But from all of the reviews, it's a smash hit from top to bottom. Everyone is saying it is amazing. If it's anything like Break My Soul, Steve, we're in for a real summer treat. Like, forget a Chaco Taco. We got Renaissance. The summer treat we all you want know, and deserve. I don't want to be this guy. but You're going to be, though, so just go ahead. Okay, first off, I don't think Break My Soul is that good of a song. I think any DJ in their basement could make Break My Soul. It's a very boring, straightforward song. You're like, boring and straightforward. How dare you? And, and I How like dare you? I like Beyonce's music. Like, you know, don't get drunk in love. I mean, Jesus, you get a couple cocktails in me, and I'll sing that entire <laughs> song. But... But Break My Soul is just like, it's just another boring kind of like EDM, yeah. you know, Break My Soul. It's just, it, she repeats herself a hundred times. Uh, it's not that great. And I'm not saying the album's not good, but would anyone actually say a Beyonce album's bad? You can't even say that. Because the Bay Hive will come for you? Yeah, you'll never see that person again. You go to Winter's Protection Program. <laughs> it's literally like in The Sopranos. <laughs> you just get black bag and put a Cerruti? band somewhere. Yeah, like it's what, what? not happening. And they come get you like an old school. They're like, what happened to Steve? And it's like, well, I think on the plot, he said the Beyonce album sucked. Yeah. Honestly, we should probably censor this because I'm now, now I'm nervous. Okay. Let's roll it back. Break My Soul is a banger and you know it. It's an absolute hit. I, I, it is so good. The first time I heard it, I was like, this kind of reminds me of a 1990s LaBouche deep track. You know LaBouche from back in the LaBouche, day? Of course. Yes. Who doesn't know LaBouche? We're drinking Surge, running around the basement and Blair <laughs> LaBouche. <laughs> God, I can't hear the game. They're blaring LaBouche again. <laughs> but it kind of reminded me of a LaBouche deep track. And then the more and more I listen to it, I'm like, the layers, the lyrics. Steve, this is a song made for you. It's a millennial anthem about not letting work take us down. Um, release your mind. Release your soul. You won't break my soul. Hello? This is made for you. Yeah. Beyonce did this for you. Uh, it's. It, I guess I just have higher expectations. That's all I'm gonna say. I want to transition to Labouche because I was like, "What song is Labouche <laughs> saying that I that I? Yeah, it's the Be My Lover Wanna Be. That's a great song. Incredible song. Great song. Sweet dreams. Uh, of tonight is the night. Yeah. Sweet dreams of passion through the night. Honestly, the lyrics. That the the and I only the only way I could describe this is it's like roller jam songs that totally. whole genre it's like yacht rock no i want roller jam <laughs> bangers that's what i want on my playlist because they're all they were kind of slept on because you grew up as a kid and they were like awesome but you didn't really know yeah. any context of them and then you don't really listen to them for a long time and now you're like those songs were all awesome they're better than a lot of edm songs today okay so if you work for the ringer and they're for spotify we need to get a station or some sort of playlist going and it, instead of yacht rocks it's going to be called roller jams and you know what else is a killer roller skating song the sign by ace of bass oh well i mean of course i was gonna go with rhythm as a dancer that's i mean killer song. cotton eye joe song. also good um yeah. i was just at a wedding recently by the way 
where we did first drink, last drink, that, that viral video, that can never see the light of day. Have you seen this? I don't think so. For, oh my God. So on TikTok, there's this thing where people at a wedding, you say like, hi, my name's Steve. And this is my first drink before you have your first drink at the wedding. And then they record you saying, hi, this is Steve. And it's my last drink at the end of the night. And it's so funny to see the disparity and the transition between sober Steve to drunk Steve. Mm -hmm. And we did first drink, last drink. And the video, Steve, is so funny for so many reasons. First of all, to see all of us just totally hammered at this wedding. And secondarily, because the DJ in the background is playing Cotton Eye Joe. So it's like all of us totally sober, looking very put together, being like, hey, I'm Michelle, and this is my first drink. And then it cuts to <laughs> oh, me I've, yeah, I've seen wasted yeah. with yeah. Cotton Eye Joe playing in the background. Yeah. Like, hey, it's Michelle, this is my last drink. <laughs> yeah, I'll have I to send it to you. It can't see the light of day, though. We were going to yeah. post it online, and I was like, is this a good look for us? I don't think so. So we decided against sharing it publicly. Probably not great, but honestly, do it for the gram. I understand. By the way, quick aside. Yes. I side with the Kardashians on something. We are on the same team. You're aligned with the why, case? Why the fuck is Instagram now TikTok? It's so stupid. I hate it. What the heck? Am I? Are we just old? Why does it have to be the same? It's the same thing now. Stuff in my feed. I don't even follow these people. It's all I, suggested video reels that no one cares. I'm like, do I need to see another reel of someone making tacos? I don't. Why and if I want to watch the reel, there's a reels option that I Correct. already do watch. Why Correct. is the main feed now just random shit? I don't know. And I just want to see some pictures of my friends and their dogs and their babies. You or know, them like, on vacation. That's all. Snapchat had, I think they did it first. They had the stories thing, right? Then everybody did stories. Why can't, there's a reason all these are different. I like all these social media platforms differently. At least I sort of respect Twitter, even though it sucks for not oh, yeah. being anything else, it's just Twitter. Or like Facebook now has stories and they have fucking reels. And now Instagram is TikTok. And there's going to be something new in like six months that that takes over TikTok. And then TikTok's going to turn into that. Like, why? I don't understand. It's not TikTok. Instagram is not TikTok. Why are we trying to make it TikTok? Stop trying to be jello. You're never going to be jello. Stop trying to Instagram. make fetch happen. I don't get it. And don't it bumps it me out. Because now I don't want to be on there anymore. But I am glad that the Kardashians have spoken out on this very important issue. I know. It's, it actually is very important. I don't, no one was asking for this. There is TikTok. You know, like we don't need TikTok old version, you know? Correct. And speaking of the Kardashians, I love that Kim came out with a $700 skincare line and is now just posting on her story all the time about all of these facial treatments she gets. <laughs> like she posted this thing yesterday. I saw her being like, oh, I'm getting two different laser treatments done today. And it's like, oh, wait, doesn't your skincare line do that? Oh, it doesn't. So no one should buy it. Cool. <laughs> well, this is my issue with Jennifer Lopez. Is Don't you don't you dare slander JLo. I'm happy for I'm happy for her. I'm, I love Benefer. Um, we love great, them. but true love the idea that the average woman could just do what JLo does. Like, I'll just work out and eat healthy. And like, no PEDs. You are on something that is not natural. Like, allegedly, stop. allegedly. No, I'm, I'm going to go. It's not allegedly like it is. Like, See, it's we don't need to... anyone litigious from JLo's camp hearing this. You're right. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm in danger. Like I have to go. It's a good thing I'm in a basement right now. Cause I'm gonna have to go in hiding pretty soon from the world. But again, you understand I understand just... the JLo people are coming after you and the Bayhives coming after you. You're toast. You're about to yeah. be a new father. What are you doing? Why are you putting yourself in danger? Yeah. The next is it the Taylor Swift hive that, that if I hit them, that's like the trifecta. Although, you oh, know, they're, sneaky, they're coming scary. You know who's sneaky scary is the insane clown posse group. You don't want to mess with the ICP guys. They're fucking weird. Is that really a thing? Yeah. ICP, the ICP fans are like nuts. Are they still fans of them? Hell yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know, but yeah, I think they're still. Are they still making music? Great question. Honestly, we shouldn't even even be talking about this right now. It's making me nervous. Are they going to come kidnap us? I just remember the ICP guys. They're like the most intense fan base of groupie fans. I don't know. I don't know why, but they just were. Okay, their latest album release was this year. Oh, boy. In 2022, it's called Wicked Vic. And sure. it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs on it, Steve. Including what I'm sure is a great song called Mutilator. Sounds awesome. You know, we need to get that on uh, Peloton. ICP. For They're the called win. the Juggalos. That's right. I was trying to think of what their name was. They're the called Juggalos. The Juggalos. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to mess with the Juggalos. No, they seem scary. Looking at some of these photos of the ICP crew, I'm afraid. Yeah, so. Okay. Those are the four. That's like the four uh, fan bases of the apocalypse that you don't want to fuck around with. 
Well, now that we are uh, done with the Beyonce and I will listen. So here's my homework. I'm coming back with the Beyonce album review and with the answer to who is the Harry Styles of Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. I will do my work. Um, Before we get to Steve's bachelor party that he went to and our draft of the month, since we only do this once a month now, I want to say a preemptive goodbye to everyone. And you're probably thinking, why, Michelle? What are you saying goodbye for? If you are an OG Shelly, you listened when we had Michael Jernigan, the astrologer, come on. And he very explicitly stated that I, in fact, was going to win the lottery. And I texted Steve this week and said, I am fully convinced that I'm going to win the Mega Millions. I am not convinced. I don't think it. I know it. I've already told my coworkers, once I win the Mega Millions, I will not be coming in anymore. I called my dad and told him what I was going to do with the money. I was like, be prepared when I FaceTime you on Friday, we're going to win the Mega Millions. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. He like, get me to death. I'm convinced that I'm winning. And as much as I love the Shelleys and Steve, as much as I love you in doing this, I'm going to be on a boat in Italy. So if you don't hear from Steve again, it's because the Bay Hive has killed him. If you don't hear from me again, it's because I have won the Mega Millions. You said this to me. You're like, oh, the what was he? The gypsy, the the mind reader, whatever, the astrologist, all these astrologist, things. Astrologist, yeah. He was like, oh, didn't he, he got you? Right, he said you were gonna have a kid soon, right? And you're having yeah, a kid, so like that did. means I'm gonna win the lottery. And I was like, Michelle, <laughs> I <laughs> what? I <laughs> he, he said it. He was right, I, spot yeah, on. Like, you're expecting, but I knew that too. I are I was we, we were planning on having a kid. It's you like, never know, Steve, what could happen. You you don't know. Maybe your plans change. Maybe that's like you're shopping for a house, and the guy being like, you know, in a couple of years you're gonna have a house, and then in a couple of years you, you bought a fucking house. He didn't know you were married. He didn't know you were considering know. it. I, he didn't I, know. I will he give no know. credit. I will give no credit. But no, absolutely. If you win the lottery, which I listen, I, it's not like I'm rooting against it. I definitely. I mean, listen, I would do the same thing as you. You wouldn't hear from me again. I would be gone. I'd be traveling the world, and you would literally never see me again. Uh, <laughs> I will, if I can get a hold of you, I will tell, I will admit that you were right about the astrologer. Oh, you know, you got money coming your way, kid. Don't you even stress. Yeah. Well, thank you. But I will also admit that you were right uh, about, about the astrologer. Oh my God. I want to give Steve like a million dollars just to do something super fun with like, or maybe more than that, Steve, because if I win, it's $1.9 billion as of right now, you're going to get like seven, $800 million. I would love to give you a certain amount of money to be like a Ted Lasso figure and either be able to own a small soccer team or That's what I was going to say I could be yeah. like the new Rob McElhenney or uh or I mean not I would have to buy like a very small club. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I would want you to do that. But I would buy, you know, like a third division USL team and we well, no, I wouldn't do that because they wouldn't be promoted. I'd buy some team in England in like the 7th division. Totally. And, and I would and I would bankroll them to the top. I would love that. And I would, that would be my gift to you. And really it's an investment because I have all the faith in you, see with your soccer knowledge and expertise yeah. that you're going to bring us to the top and it's going to get an ROI. So I can't wait for you, that. You would have ownership shares for sure. And whatever. I would love bought. that. Uh, I have a, that's a good transition actually. And I would admit that you're right about the astrologer. Something else that I need to admit that I, that you were right about. The floor is yours. Not that you were right about it, but I'm more open to it is the cornhole versus the bags conversation. What? I still think that it is, the game is called cornhole, but there is something to be like, hey, do you want to go throw some bags? There is something really cool about that. Want to have a beer and play bags? And I again, the name of the game is 100% cornhole. Or but bags. it is dope. You get, you know, Miller Lite, maybe a cigarette. <laughs> And be like, hey, do you want to throw some bags? You want to throw some bags? Sigs, we're just throwing, we're ripping heaters up in here, playing yeah. some bags. And just be like, just look at guy, hey, you want to throw some bags? I, I said that multiple times at the bachelor party I was at. So I am open to. I love it. You were, you were right. It can be called, it is not exclusively called bags, but it can be called bags in the right setting. Okay, Steve, for being kind of a curmudgeonly New Englander, you have so much Midwest in you. It's unbelievable. The fact that, well, first of all, we need to get you on Bud Light, not Miller Night. I don't know why you're You know what's weird trash, is I wasn't, even, I wasn't even drinking that much beer. I was, we were drinking, you know, Nooners and White Claws. I just can't drink Nooners. a lot of beer these days, but the beer that we were drinking was Miller Light. Yeah. Not that I was happy with it, but that's what we were drinking. There's something so Midwestern about you. The fact that you want to play bags and drink beer and and maybe sneak in a cig (laughs) with your boys. That sounds so Midwest. Yeah, it was honest. It's a great lifestyle. It was incredible. Uh, But um, I was so 
adamant that it wasn't that. And then I felt when I found myself saying bags and like liking it, I was like, God damn it, Michelle. Uh, I told you. Sick with <laughs> me. Sick with me. So mad about it. But- bags is a way of life. It's really just an essence. Like somebody that loves to play bags, it's just an essence. I'm also good at bags. We did we did a couple different versions of bags. We did obviously regular bags. We did lefty bags, and we did over like Kobe like shooting jump shot Ooh, bags. That's hard. That's and hard. It was, no, it actually was easier because like was it? It's, it's a higher arc, so it just lands right on the thing. Oh, I would think it would be harder to gauge how far you need to go. Once you figure it out, you're just wet from you know however far away you are. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's Steve Curry. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Let and I, I am go. actually very good at bags, and I it is. To me, by far the best of those outdoor drinking things. I don't like can jam, whatever. Uh, I like Polish horseshoes, uh, but nothing beats cornhole slash bags. So that was your update. That was my update. Is that you were you are right? You, I will. I'll give you credit. Bags is officially uh, back on the menu. It's a good day to be so alive. You're welcome. I'm gonna yeah. win the Mega Millions tonight. Steve just told me I'm right. Beyonce dropped a new album. We're in Leo season. I mean, life is good for your girl. The Cardinals might get Juan Soto. Let's go. Have you seen that video? Speaking of, it's probably I'll send it to you if you haven't. And those of you who have, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. It's a video of a little kid and he's playing video games and he's in his basement and he's just like, He's like, my pizza rolls are ready. I got a new girlfriend. I'm playing video games. Life is fucking great right now. And that was literally me. And that just reminded me of what you just said, because that was literally me at like age 12. He's like, my pizza rolls are ready. I got a new girlfriend. Life is fucking great. Let's that's go. That's how I felt. I'm like, simple times, man. Simple times. But that's oh my how God, send me that. I, I, it's, I, I sent it to Maddie like fucking weeks ago. But I have to say, those of you who know what I'm talking about, it is, a, it is probably the video of the year. It's unbelievably incredible. And it was, I mean, it was literally me when I was a kid. That is me right now. That's how I feel. And I yeah. need to capture that energy and carry it forward. By the way, Steve, speaking of astrology, you know we've entered Leo season, which is I did not, but I, I the know best now. season of the year. And there's a new Leo moon, which means that all of the Leo characteristics are super intensified right now. So you need to step into your, your spotlight and own it. This is what Leo season is all about. I am not a Leo, though. What are the what, are, what, do, you mean, what do you mean the Leo things? Oh, are brighter? let me just read it. To I, don't, I honestly am asking this question now. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you love it. Are like okay. the stars brighter? I, what do you mean the Leo things are brighter? Of course they're brighter, Steve. It's Leo season. Okay, here we go. I love how you're like, that's a stupid question. <sighs> of course. Let me just get at, okay. The new moon in Leo is going to inspire and even ignite your desire to make things happen on your own term. We are talking about a fire sign, baby. Whether it's making fun plans out of thin air or being on your A game at work, you're going to determine what comes next, not wait for someone else to do it for you. Owning your sense of self will help you realize how good it feels just to be you. So there you go. You just need to step into what you want to do. I do feel like I, you know, Things at work have been going well. I do feel like I'm in a good spot in life. So maybe this is just thank you, Leo. You know, things are things are happening because of our astronomer friend. That's right. It says it's going to recharge you and it's going to be fresh, joyful energy. Uh, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. So what about what, be a new dad? I'm a Sagittarius. That doesn't mean anything. So I can still feel Leo properties, even though I'm a Sagittarius. Yes, because we're in Leo season and it's a Leo moon. So even though you're a Sagittarius, you're getting a double dose of Leo. And Leos are very okay. confident. We're, are you, we're yeah, like you're a Leo, the star obviously. of the show. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. Leo shit. You wouldn't understand, Steve. It's just like. You're right. Shit. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know Sagittarius shit. Although I don't know anything about Sagittarius. <laughs> so there you go. Other than Actually, he's like a dope guy was like a half man, half horse with an arrow. I think I have a Sagittarius in my chart. Let me check real quick. Here's my chart. I'm a Cancer rising. A Leo is my son. Um, do I actually have zero? Oh, no, yes. I don't know what I, that means. I have a Sagittarius in my... Let's see what this means. Stand by. My Saturn is in Sagittarius. And Saturn rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Steve Cerruti. There you go. That checks out. Actually checks out pretty well. Big time. Your Saturn is in Sagittarius, meaning you struggle with restlessness, self-questioning, boredom, and sometimes your bluntness. All right. Fair. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. And so uh, my son is in Leo, uh, which your son determines your identity and role in life. It's the core of who you are. Leos mean that you're fundamentally bold and proud. You love attention. You love to be cared for. You pay it back in kind with your charm and your ability to make people feel better when they're blue. You know your skills and you know how to use them. 
that's what a Leo is. That's that's pretty accurate. Um, I just I just have a hard time believing that everyone born during this, those similar times are all exactly the same people. That doesn't make any you know that doesn't make any sense to me. This is my problem with this whole horoscope thing. You're not the same people, but you do have certain characteristics in your personality that might be a little bit more pronounced than yeah. others. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I thought they they are somewhat accurate. I've read the Sagittarius stuff. I, I am a Sagittarius. Like it does actually make sense. You are. I just read it, Steve. It's you. But I but I know other people that are born in November who are not like me at all. So mm. I don't know. Okay. All right, Steve. Well, now that you've shared with us that you were on a bachelor party and that you were enjoying playing bags, that leads us to our draft of the month. So, Steve, take it away. This is a very different vibe to my other bachelor party, which is like what, probably like a month and a half ago. Both equally fun, just a little bit different. This one, there were way more variety of drinking games. And I had kind of forgotten which ones were the best ones and which ones I had the most fun playing, which ones I actually used to love, but I don't really love that much anymore. So I wanted to do, I mean, maybe this is a Midwest thing versus a Northeast thing or whatever. And we can get, I don't know, we can get opinions. If you're from the West Coast, tell us what you play. But I want to do a drinking game draft. Now, this isn't just stuff that you play now. I'm even talking about like stuff that goes back to college, even stuff that you played in high school. Like You don't have to chug a beer right now. But if you did like doing that back then and you like some games surrounding that, like you could do that. So we're going to have a a drinking games draft. And I think we have to limit this to like it has to be like card or cup related games, you know, like stupid games like that, that you play in college. Oh, OK. OK. I don't think it would be you could propose something and maybe I'll allow it. But that's kind of the vibe that I'm thinking. It has to be either with a deck of cards or with solo cups. OK, well, I have one that doesn't involve cards or solo cups, but I'll propose it. And we'll you know what? We'll determine. You know what? We'll allow it because I'm going to throw okay. one in the mix, too. We'll allow it because okay. I want to I want to spice this up a little bit. So I don't remember who had the last the first pick in the last draft. I assume it was me. But I also want to hear what your first pick is, because I kind of think I know what mine is. Okay. Uh, so I'll let you have the first pick. And we're doing three, right? Three. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go back and forth. OK. <clears throat> With the first pick in the small talk drinking games draft, Michelle selects. Flip cup. Ah, oh, great call. Yeah, great call. Flippy cup. When I was um, out east over the 4th of July, we played many a drinking game. Flip cup is by far the best, and there's really not a close second, and here's why. Everybody can play. You can have massive teams. There could be 10 people on one side, 10 people on the other. Just because you're really good one round doesn't mean you're going to have it the next round. Everyone's drinking the entire time. So we're all collectively getting drunker together and the competition level goes up. It's just, it's a blast. Flippy cup is number one. Flip cup is a great call. It's not my number one. Uh, don't even know it would be my number two, but I'm never upset playing it. Question. How do you play? Do you play knockout flip cup? Like where the losing team drops somebody and then they have no, to play a man down. Oh, that's the way you have to play it. Okay, oh, that's never the done that. Yeah, so if there's five aside and one team loses, that team has to vote one of their teammates to be out. Sounds it's usually, mean. It's usually the person who sucks the most. But then yeah. it actually it actually helps you, though, because then the good people stay. And so somebody else has to do two cups to make up the difference. But mm. like you can get into more of a rhythm if you're flipping two cups versus one cup. So whenever you're playing flip cup, I mean, some people probably do play it this way, but I would highly recommend you play knockout. Okay, next time we're going to try it. Yeah. This is the reason that I wanted to do this. I think this is the best game. And I think my friends would also agree. We had an incredible time playing this. It's fucking messy as shit. It's loud as shit. But it is so fucking fun. And I don't think I played this that much in college. With the second pick, Team Saruti takes Slap Cup. Slap Cup. Don't know it. Uh, Describe, please. Okay. So Slap Cup is similar to Flip Cup. You don't really flip anything. But what you do is everyone's around a table, right? Mm-hmm. And... There's really no teams. It's just sort of like an order. And there's a bunch, a shit ton of, of red solo cups filled with about like a, you know, filled up a quarter with beer, right? And what you do is there's two ping pong balls. Usually start opposite sides of the table. What you have to do is when you start, you drink the, what's in the cup, you put it down, and you have to bounce the ball in the cup. When you do that, if you get it on your first try, you can send it to anywhere on the, uh, in the group. It can go left, right, wherever, straight across. You can get it to anyone in the group, except the person, the other person, obviously, that's shooting. If you get on your second try or later, you always have to go left. And the object of the game is that you basically have to lap people because when you lap someone, you slap their cup off the table. They have to take another cup from the center, drink it, and then get it in. And Ooh. the whole and the best part about the game is that you can keep going back and forth over someone and completely fucking screw them, and they end up drinking a ton of beer. 
and it's so fun. So like, for example, if I lap someone to my left and the person slaps their cup that they have to drink another one, the person to their left, if they get it on the first try, can go back over them and slap their cup again. And it Ooh. keeps happening over and over again. And it is a very, it's it's a great camaraderie game because you can ta- like tag team up on one person. It's usually a pretty fair game because that doesn't happen. Like if it happens to you in one game where you just get completely screwed, it usually doesn't happen to you the next game. And also it's just loud and fun. You get to hit shit. You get to slap cups off the table and it's, you know, it's just fun. So maybe it's like a dude's thing, but we had the absolute most fun playing slap cup. I think of any of any single game we played the entire weekend. It sounds fun, but it does sound like more of a dude thing. I don't know because I played it with, I mean, we used to play in college, but it wasn't the game we went to because it was kind of messy. It's tough to play inside. You kind of have to play outside because you're getting beer everywhere. It's also, you would like this. It's also a very much an outside type game. Love that. Um, You know, you do it by the lake, you know, you have some tunes playing, you're doing your thing. Little Dave Uh, Matthews on the the stereo. It it is just (laughs) the most fun game. So I would take, I'll take Slap Cup with my first pick with the number two pick overall. We just got to get you on to Dave next, Steve. No, and you're no, a true no, Midwestern no, no, boy no, no, then. No, no, if you're playing no, no. bags, drinking beer, ripping a cig, listening to Dave Matthews, you might as well be eating a corn salad. Absolute, you're right up in the absolutely mix. Absolutely not, but we are moving on. All right, what's your next pick? <laughs> I'm a girl who likes classics. Give me beer pong. That's a good one. I know. I know. You're, gonna, you're probably going to win this now. Give me uh, beer pong. I mean, it is arguably outside of flippy cup the number one most popular drinking game and for a reason you could do it on land you can do it by sea i've played beer pong in a pool i've played it on a table you can do six cups you could do 10 cups i mean you could do teams you can do solo there's so many different ways that you can play and like all good drinking games the drunker you get the better it is better when i'm drunk it's actually, there's a lot of science that like, I actually, I'm better when I'm, when I've had a couple, not when I'm like blackout, obviously, but like if I've had two or three, I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm, Close one I, am eye. A, I, I am a better. Yeah, exactly. You get the little, like the vision is ready to <laughs> Hold go. Hold on. Let me, let me measure it. The best two is we played 50 cup, which is just 50 cups on a side. Ooh. And, and I mean, hilarity ensues, uh, debauchery ensues. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is, it is fantastic. It's definitely, I think the most competitive game too, where like you feel like yeah. you're doing the most and you can really control it. Oh my God. And the I, best- I Obviously, I took beer pong way too fucking seriously when I was younger, which is no not surprise. surprising to anyone no here. Um, and it's probably a good thing I didn't. You no didn't surprise. know me when I was younger. Uh, I was, uh, had a little bit of a competitive problem, but yeah, I think beer pong. Obviously, it's a no. I would I would have taken beer pong over over uh, flip cup. The best part too is when you're playing with someone and you're like, okay, should we re rack? Is now the time to re rack? Do we want to waste the no. re rack now? What are you your know, rules? How many racks do you like? Usually, we you, do two. Two two re racks. Yeah. Yeah. And I usually wait until there's only three cups left, and then I do two one triangle in the back. Yeah, it depends on what because if you get if you got everything scattered, then you sometimes you got to get a rack in. Depends on how the vibe of the game is going, especially if you're getting beat. The other thing too is you play like island cup or solo cup. I love island cup solo cup. Never heard get, of it. Oh, uh, if so, if there's one cup on its own, you can call that cup, and if you hit it, it's, it's it counts as two cups essentially. Oh wow, yeah. that's fun. I know. Um, when we again Fourth of July, a lot of drinking games happening. It was down to one cup each. The opposing team made their cup, and then I made the last cup, which sent it into overtime. Three cups each. Overtime is also the best. Like, Let when me you, tell you. The when drama. You have, the uh, drama. When it's, when it's like when when the pressure's packing, you need to hit that last cup, and you do. I mean, the adrenaline that shoots through, I, it's 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 a high unlike anything you could, you could possibly feel. You do it you in front of all your is. friends. Everything's the coolest dude at the table. When I hit that, la- when when I responded and hit the cup, I was Michael Jordan game six. It was yeah. like my flu game, right? Everyone was picking me up. It was the most hyped, I think, as a non-athlete that you'll ever feel is when you hit the it's last incredible. cup it's incredible. In, in beer pong. It's so fun. Yeah. So that's a great call. Your first two are, are pretty great. I would take a beer pong over flip cup, but I think they're both awesome. All right. So that leaves me with the fourth pick here. I think those are the three, although you didn't even know what slap cup was. I think those would be my top three. So now it's just like, whatever. I'm going to go. There's a couple of card games that you can play. Asshole is a popular one. I like Kings better. I think Kings is. It. You've never played Kings? No, but I played a lot of Asshole in high school. That was Ass- our drinking game of choice. Asshole's really fun, but Kings has more variety. So you've had to have played Kings. Kings is the, there's a bunch of cards in the middle and and you basically go in order and you pick one and then each card means something. So like, for example, two is you. Um, so you pick somebody else who, who has to drink. Three is me. That means you drink. Four, you have to point to the floor. Five mm. is usually 
uh, five's usually guys. Oh, okay. So all so guys I, at the table drink. So what happens if you don't point to the floor? Then you drink? If you're the last person to point, you're the one that drinks. Yep. Oh, everybody five has is, to do it. Got it. Five is guys. Six is chicks. Seven is point to heaven. Same thing as the floor, just the opposite. Eight okay. is pick, eight's pick a date. You and somebody else drink. Nine is bust a rhyme. So if I said, hey, I'm driving to my car, the person to your left has to also rhyme. And then everyone rhymes, and the first person who can't do it has to drink. Uh, Ten is categories. So it could be like, U.S. Capitals, or you can be Nick Cage movies, and it's the same thing. You go around the circle, first person to not name one has to drink. Uh, Jack, is, Jack is make a rule, so it could be you have to call everyone by a stripper name the entire time. You can't call oh, anyone I feel by like the I real have name. Played You've this. definitely played this game. Yeah, I totally uh, played this. Queen, this sounds so fun. Queen is never have I ever. So you know, you get three fingers up, and the first person to lose all three fingers, you go around. Everyone says never have I ever been to Europe, or never have I ever I don't know smoked a cigarette, whatever, and. If the first person have all three fingers down, meaning they've done all those things, they drink. King is king's cup. I think the way that you play that is there's a, a full cup of beer in the middle. So the last king that gets pulled, the person who ever pulls that last king has to chug the entire beer. And then ace is waterfall, meaning that if you pull an ace, that person starts drinking. And then everybody, ha everybody around you can't stop until the person to their left stops drinking. It sounds fun. I want to it's play an incredible it right game. now. It's an incredible game. I just think it's more fun. There's more variety than asshole. Like asshole is more of a card game. Like it's, it's a real card game. Uh, yeah. Whereas Kings is just, it's just to get drunk. It's just to get banged up. So Kings cup is my, is my second pick. Okay. Well, with my final pick, this is, you already mentioned it. I was going to propose never have I ever. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's a more specific version. Never have I ever is fun. I love playing never have I ever with my friends because there's two ways that it becomes fun. One you learn a lot about people. And two, if you already know things about someone, you can be like, oh, <laughs> never have I ever, yeah. <laughs> you know, stolen a Choco Taco. And they're like, yeah. damn it, Michelle. Like you yeah. can get people to drink yeah. if you know things about them. But it, there's always at least one thing that comes out when you play never have I ever that you're like, Steve was ripping cigs? Like, what? <laughs> or like, whatever. I'm using that as a hypothetical. You know what I mean? Like there's always something. Happen. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Big hero there. never heard anybody. Crazy. Um, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's a galvanizing game because you're revealing things, you're being vulnerable with with your friends and like sharing yeah. things about yourself, which I always think is super fun. So it's, my final pick is never have I ever. It's a good one. Uh, but we gotta get you on Kings because then you get all the other stuff involved as well. Yeah, um, that sounds a blur. And you know it's summertime. I just wanna I was trying to do 75 hard again, Steve. I made it seven days pass. and then I was nope. I was drinking. No. Nope. It's just so fun to drink outside in the summer. I feel like I'm doing my You can't do 75 hard in the summer. You can't. No, you have to do it I in the dead of winter when nothing else is going on. You cannot do it in the summer. That's like you would. You only, you only do that if you hate yourself and you don't hate yourself. So I don't. But, you know, I really like the structure of checking things off a list every day. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe I'll do it yeah. again. Mm. And then the I winter. can't because I just I December, went out and got December. New Year rolls around. You could do it then. But no one wants to work out outside in the winter. Uh, That is true. Maybe do it in the fall. Although fall, drinking outside in the fall is great. Too. I mean, come on, we got football going on. There's no way. Postseason baseball. <laughs> Get out of here. Just do a couple. Just do a couple push-ups outside. That counts as your. Uh, counts as your. It's gotta be 45 minutes. We'll do go for a run then. I don't know. It's not that cold. When it's winter, you know me. I want to hibernate with a good bottle of red. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. So there's basically, okay. basically, it's never happening again. No, never. Uh, okay, round it out. All right, last pick. There's a lot of things I can go with here. I love quarters. I've always loved quarters. It's kind so of fun. Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't played, man, probably in a decade. I used to love quarters, um, but I'm not going to pick that. I don't know if power hours count. Power hours I wrote count. it down. It was on my list. <laughs> There's Power hours are fucking awesome, though, but I, I don't know that it's a game. It's more of just an activity. That's um, why I didn't think you would allow it. It was on yeah, my list, power hour. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a weird one. And we were debating playing this this weekend, but I just don't have it in me anymore. Like it's a it's a young man's game, a young person's <laughs> game. Is you ever play drunk driving? Uh, not like not like, a game like I don't want to play. Not, not not literal drunk driving. Don't actually get in a car. Uh, no. So what happens no. is what happens. Yeah, you ever just you ever just drive drunk? Um, no. It's the best so, drinking game ever. So actually, drunk driving no. sounds is illegal and dangerous. When you play Mario Kart, and Pass. you're playing with all your friends. But the catch is that you have to finish an entire beer before you finish the race. How long does it normally take you to finish the race? A couple minutes. Oh, okay. So you're so like there's, there's strategy, but you but the thing is you can't drive and drink at the same time because it's a responsible game. So like you have to put the controller down and drink. 
So there's several different strategies. You can either just chug the beer first and then play. You can wait to get sort of close to the end, chug a beer, and then finish, although it's risky because you can get hit by other people and get screwed. Uh, or you can just periodically, because there's three laps in a Mario Kart race, so you can just drink after every lap or just stop periodically and drink. There's a lot of different strategies in this. But the problem is, it was such a fun game. We used to play, This was like our pregame game in college because it would get you fucked up pretty fast. Um, the problem is, I can't chug anything anymore. I can't even chug no, water now. now. So no. if I was to do that, I would literally probably puke on site. Plus, I'm not also going to be chugging White Claws either. I definitely didn't want to chug Miller Lights, and I'm certainly not chugging White Claws. So it was fun. So this is like more of a throwback one. It's it's a young man, young person's, young woman's game. It was one of the most fun games we've ever played. Most of these are a young person's game. A power hour is not made for us, Steve. No. Did you just do, what did you do? Like a sip of beer every song, or how did you? Because we used to do... As soon as it would change songs, you would drink. You'd have to drink, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there are ways, some people do that with shots. I'm like, dude, you're going to be passed out in like a half an hour. Oh my God, never. You'd be throwing up. That's yeah. 60 shots. Yeah, that's like one of my buddies. I'll shout him out. He's my he's my guy. He'll laugh at this. But Jeremy, he always had this thing. He was like, oh, on my 21st birthday, I did 21 shots in an hour. I'm like, you would be dead. So that's not, I know that's not true. So now all my friends are like, Jeremy, remember when you did 21 shots in an hour? And like, that didn't actually happen because that's a fucking, you would literally be dead right now. Right, right. You're um, dead. So yeah, if, there are stories of people doing power hours with shots, but I, I've never actually seen it in person. I can imagine us trying to do a power out right now, Steve. We wouldn't make it out. There's no way we could go out. How far do you think you would go? You would get. Well, it depends how many. How many? I think I could finish a power hour. I think I could. I could do it. Should I could we, do it. Should we put it to the test? No, I don't. I mean, I'm not doing it right <laughs> now. But we could do. We could do the drunk episode soon, and that would definitely be the drunk episode. Steve, I'm coming to Connecticut. I know, but I'm not going to be around. Oh, that's right. Damn it. I know. We've already talked about this. I uh, forgot. Side yeah. Chat. I'm going to, yeah, Maddie and I are going on vacation. And I'm going to Connecticut in August for a couple of days uh, before I go to New York. And I was trying to get the squad together to hang out. And Maddie and Steve are going on a well-deserved baby moon. You know, Well, the other squad members arrives. can go. Uh, they, could, yeah. they could certainly all go. But yeah, Maddie and I, we will not be, we will not be around, unfortunately, which is a huge bummer. But, you know. It is. That's what it is. Where are you guys going again? Hilton Head. Oh, yeah, that's right. That'll be so fun. I've never been. Sounds fun. You know, it's close to Savannah. I like Savannah. So. Well, enjoy it, Steve. I think I killed you in this draft. I think you won the draft. <laughs> the common folk will say you won the draft. I still like mine better. Although I, the only one I would want is beer pong. I'd really want beer pong. because I, I mean, think I, I, could... I got Tom Brady and Aaron Donald in the draft. You did. You did a good job. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's, it's a top-heavy draft. All right, you had the first pick. Whatever. Okay, whatever. And we didn't do a snake draft, so it was really not no, that fair. No, I, I should have been Same. able to take slap cup and beer pong back to back. But it's yeah, all, it's I, all I, good. I, Everyone's yeah. having fun. All right. Well, let's close it out. Let's get a review. We haven't um, done this in a minute. I'm all sure right. all of them are like, "Why don't you guys do this more often?" But you know what? It's just happening. I don't know. Enjoy what you have. So much is happening. So much is happening behind the scenes that we can't share. But there's just a lot going on. Okay, this one, see, is from Clyby. Okay. Three, three stars, only three out of five. Whoa. Three out of five. First three star we've ever gotten. It says, now less than one per month. The best avail ability is availability. <laughs> Please get back to a consistent schedule, no matter what that schedule is. Three stars for the current situation. And you know what? Yeah. Clyby, that feedback is fair. I'll own that. We'll own that. You know, it's just, it's hard, man. It's hard. We've just, a lot of things going on. I don't want to make excuses. I don't want to make excuses, but excuses are for losers. Yeah, and we're but, not but, making uh, them. But his he's right. Best ability is availability. We have not been available uh to our to our standards. So I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's gonna get better, but we will own that. <laughs> as as Steve's work duties increase and he brings a child into the world, I gonna doubt we're gonna do it more. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to do to do more when that happens. But just a little peek behind the curtain. We were supposed to tape, I believe, last week. That got pushed to this week. We were supposed well, to no, tape. No, you said you said do you want to tape last week? And I was like, I have another bastard party, let's do it That's after right. because That's it'll right. be more fun. Yeah. And then we were supposed to tape yesterday. I was hosting an event and Steve had something going. Oh, Maddie's out of town. So they want to spend time together. No, so what, the, only, the proper story was I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I could do Thursday night. And then I was like, Maddie, I'm taping with Michelle tonight. She's like, I'm leaving tomorrow. We're hanging out tonight. She has a bachelorette party. And I was like, all right, fine. So I texted Michelle. I was like, hey, Maddie's a stage five clinger and she wants to hang out tonight. <laughs> so could we do it tomorrow? <laughs> and you were like, fine. Fine. Stage five clinger. I love it. Um, but this is what happens is we have every good intention of getting it done and then life is getting in in the way so three of five stars we hate to see it but we'll wear it 
Yeah, and honestly, I feel like we're still delivering when we come on. So it's just, you know, not everything great lasts forever, but we're still doing it. We're, I feel like we're still delivering top quality. It's just, you know, a little less frequent. Sometimes if you give people too much, then it's like it's overkill. I feel like what we're doing right now is keep the people wanting more. That's fine. We always I'll, leave you I'll wanting a little more. I'll take the three star. That's all right. I will say one thing, Steve. Sometimes when I'm traveling and I'm bored, I'll do an AMA without fail. Every time I do an AMA on my Instagram, someone's like, where are the Shelly boat hats? <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I'm still not, that's still in the works. I will, I'm not, that is never dead. Uh, Shelly boat hat kills me because I'm, it's always like, well, the Cardinals get one soda. And then it's like from the back row, it's like, where are the Shelly boat hats? <laughs> that, that's like, uh, that's like the white whale me. of the pod. It'll happen one of these times. It is just my favorite thing that keeps coming up because I'm like, we need to make the hats. I know, but we can't even get together for a pod. So one day. We'll figure it out. Uh, I, it's actually not that hard. We could, we'll call the same supplier. We'll put, we'll put some <laughs> shells on some hats and we'll, we'll make it a thing. Maybe, hey, listen, Christmas drop. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll discuss. Thank you to everyone for listening. Steve and I will be back in action sometime. But until then, shout out LaBouche. Going to go try on some blouses. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.